It gets a little unorthodox, but I'm bringing an idea. Chris. I had it on the way here. Whoa, on the way here. I didn't have it. I thought of (laughs) someone else's idea. I mean, notably, that's what we're doing at the podcast. I mean, imagine how the sharp turn this podcast would take if we just started inventing our own ideas and ranking them. There are no new ideas, Nick. (laughs) (laughs) That's not true. (laughs) You you haven't heard of my new idea, vestibulality. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to get to it. Neither are exactly. listeners because uh, so I propose that we rank gene editing. Ooh. Or is this too much under transhumanism? Well, I mean, we haven't ranked transhumanism. Do you want to Oh, just... man, I never get to pick the idea. <laughs> <laughs> we can do gene editing. Oh, but it'll sit in the shadow. It's up to you. No, it's not the same. It's not the same. It's not just about humans. Yep. Let's great. do it. Gene editing. Gene editing. <laughs> Welcome to the Rank Ideas podcast. I'm your host, Chris, joined by fellow host, Nick. And uh, today we are continuing a journey, which is, uh, should only take another few weeks, which is on our quest to rank every human idea in an ever-expanding list in order from best to worst. My name's Nick D, and I'm having a good time, having a good time, having a good time. My name's Gene Editing, and I'd like to say... (laughs) Gene Editing is like, yeah, is like a guest character on The Love Boat. He's a a doctor from somewhere in the five boroughs, and he's uh, in a bit of a fix because he thinks his his wife is having an affair here on The Love Boat, but it's all a comical misunderstanding. What's she really doing? Uh, She's an international terrorist. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, gene editing. All right. So <laughs> can you um, write that episode of the love boat, please? You got it. Um, s- s- listeners, um, write in with your ideas for love boat spec scripts so that mm. I might put together a canon of works, uh, pitching a show that has been off the air since before all of us were born. But just send in, don't send in, um, script ideas, just send in character names. Mm, yeah. That's, that's the kind of stimulus. Same I need. thing really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, gene vestibulality. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> gene editing, define it. Um, so now we've got the capacity to change the genes in um, in living organisms, um, and that will only increase um, as and become more effective as we um, discover what different genes do and what different combinations of genes do and and what they're for, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, you know, we're not scientific experts here, uh, but we will love to have the chance to explore. What 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 the idea of of changing out the genes of of living organisms can um can mean and whether it's a good or a bad thing. I'm, I want to reference uh, CRISPR technology CRISPR. immediately yeah. um, because it's either going to be uh, the game changing technology at the core of all our lives going forward, or it's going to go down in history as I don't know the Betamax of gene editing technology and going to be an impossibly quaint reference in the future. So either way, it's win win. You want to get it out there, yeah? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, date, date this time stamped. Um, so initial, uh, thought, yeah. And initial qualitative thoughts, uh, Chris Hendry. I mean, yes, actually. Yeah. I mean, certainly cool. <laughs> it's pretty Is that what rad. you mean by qualitative? Yeah. I mean, in terms of radness factor, yeah. I mean, if this was ranking ideas in just in, uh, order of radness, um, that would be good. But the, the, uh, 
while I soberly think about uh, that we're doing the wrong podcast. I'll yeah, also yeah. Posit- I, we both just had a, a misty gaze <laughs> of yearning. Uh, I, I mean, look, obviously I'm pro immortality, so mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, we've got it right. <laughs> Which gene is it? The, the mortality gene? We're just going to strike that. Turn one out. it off. Get it out. <laughs> Talk about yeah, the appendix of genes. Goodness. Um, yeah, the idea of um, is it? Yeah, it's not just that I'm pro immortality. I'm also pro the idea that. Um, Things could be uh, like the thought experiment of things being radically different from where they from where they are is something that I'm instinctively warm to. So before we even get into the practical ins and outs of the gene of gene editing of changing our genes and therefore changing um, aspects of our selfhood or the self and, and, and just to be clear, also, not just humans but also plants and animals. Yeah, yeah. totally. And um, I think and you know which is the those parts, those those are the arenas where the experimentation is, application is allowed. Is allowed and further along. Although it didn't, wasn't there someone in Hong Kong? Oh, I think there's a Hong Kong, maybe a Chinese. Um, Six arm fire breathing Steve is who you're thinking of. <laughs> yeah. No, What's the fire breathing gene? <laughs> it's, it's it's getting crowded out by that stupid mortality gene at the moment. That's yeah, how it works. They're know? at war with each other, I would imagine. Mm-hmm. If you go around inhaling fire as well as exhaling. Um, uh, no, wasn't there someone who? Um, oh, I'm out of my news depth. This is this is where research would have come in handy. I, I feel like no research. I feel like a year ago there was some controversy with um, a Chinese doctor who was. I think based in university in Hong Kong who did some human work it's editing. I think they like made someone immune to a baby that would be immune to HIV or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, I mean, thought this is illegal. Yeah. Re- regardless of knowing whether it actually happened or not, what's it's your- going to happen. Yeah. And what, yeah, it's going to happen. And I mean, what are your thoughts about it? Christendry. Yeah. Great. Well, I guess, I guess like at the, the two ends of, um, you know, good idea, bad idea for this particular where we're testing gene editing. Um, good idea is how cool that everything can be, you know, whatever we may think that it needs to be or want it to be, which is also the bad element, which is like, um, you know, it's... Uh, the mutability of do things. Do we have the we... cultural preparedness for a higher level of eugenics than we already do practice or have already shunned practicing in some... I guess there's the general... some lines. There's the general observable... Uh, fact that technology tends to those shotgun shell explosions of technology, particularly uh, tech that has a tendril effect out on all other things. Never, you know, we don't have a tendency to coolly and calmly assess, or maybe even an ability to coolly and calmly assess quote unquote, when to put them out. They just get put out and have, yeah. have the effects that they have shotgun shell style. Which is why it's urgent for us to get this list exactly. out and ready so that That's we it. can know that, you know, Oh, okay. If we're going to do it, let's refer to the list. That's it. Um, then we get some royalties from the future UN, whatever that's called. I don't want to timestamp this as well QN. by saying UN, the few in. Yep. <laughs> Fun. You're um, in the future. <laughs> um, but yeah, the uh, I think of it, was it weirdly, you know, we still haven't ranked social media, but I think of it as... Um, uh, an Another easy, genie. An easy, yeah, an easy uh, comparison to hand where you had a thing that was just suddenly there, uh, suddenly all pervasive and uh, a mix of um, big benefits and big costs. And um, the uh, idea of, um, yeah, it's interesting though. I guess the I, I think a key question, because you could go 
I'm the sort of person to be inclined to be like, oh yeah, all of these things just bring new flavors to um, classic parts of the human condition. Like the, you know, all of what I observe on social media is Mm -hmm. new, but also completely, it's just a new flavored expression of the way that humans have operated and interacted with each other. So I I, I agree with that, but I think the catastrophic escalation of capacity can sort of water down that as a, just a casual aside, you know, yeah, like, that's, it's, like so nuclear weapons that like, you know, like, go. Oh, we've always been fighting each other and killing each other. But, okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, what if all of us kill? All exactly. Of us? Yeah. And so I think, and I, I think you could argue that gene editing is up there with the idea of like, Oh no, this could actually make some things that have been seen as immutable, that things that things about the human condition that are immutable or at least persistent could actually change them aerobically potentially. Like, yeah. Like the only other thing I think we of, could accidentally rob ourselves of some incredible things without knowing it. Or add um, or transcend uh, sticky, annoying things that have yeah. that we've had to accept as being the case. Yeah. Or um, or just create actually new weird things uh, is uh, that are aspects of the human condition, which is exciting for me. I mean, I might have said this before, but my set my source of general upbeatness and optimism about the world is mostly sourced from the idea that the future is always weirder than we can possibly imagine. As mm. in dystopia utopia no it's not it's just going to be some weird thing i mean you know if uh if a if a global pandemic in 2020 can be can end up being a weird mix of extreme negative outcomes for some and positive outcomes for others then anything will you know like the idea of anything just being a um yeah like lots of bad stuff will happen lots of good stuff will happen but it will definitely be stranger and odder than we're thinking it won't be what we think it will and be. exactly unpredictable i mean yeah. that sort of law of unintended consequences that you you, you love Cleave, the reference here it's it's Cleave 2 is the strongest for as the stickiest strongest force that there yeah. is and i mean gene editing seems like it's bound to like the one thing i feel is knowable about it is that it's going to be a buck wild uh bucket of unintended consequences and we're going to see it Mm, yeah, I mean, fingers crossed. Yeah, I mean, some level of it at the very minimum, yeah. and maybe a huge explosive wow. uh, version of it. Um, yeah, the only other thing I think of that could be as much of a sea change, and again, there's other stuff that I'm just not imagining, but the one that I can imagine that would be as um, game, you know, that could be the thing that upsets our fundamental sense of what reality is as a human is just an, a tech that l- created an end to resource scarcity. Mm. Like if they suddenly weren't limited resources, yeah. Well, that would be the some other sort thing. of um, matter trans. How do you uh, like, how's you know, that nano, described? Like that, this, this, the idea of you know nano- like a matter generator, nanotechnology, or any type of thing that gets posited. It'll be it'll you know again it'll be some other thing other than the things that we yeah yeah with. yeah. Quick aside, uh, one of my favorite things to observe in um, science fiction is how every generation, micro generation of science fiction has mm. its own popular technology that is used as a stand-in for magic. Ah, as in the, right. the thing that is both known to the public but poorly understood enough that you can just use it to do anything. Yeah. So in the 60s, it was radiation. You know, radiation gave people superpowers, pushed through dimensions. Like, you could use it for anything in the plot that you wanted. Just say, ra- hand-wavingly say radiation. And people would be like, hmm, yes, science. <laughs> this is science fiction. Yeah, some sort of Spider-Man. Exactly. <laughs> uh, now, and then as soon as everyone knows, mm, actually... You mean sunburn? <laughs> That's right. And um, uh, radiation. Once we know what radiation can and can't do, then we move on to the next thing. And we're in the when I was a kid in the nineties, it was nanotechnology was one of uh, the yeah. big ones. So like people, what is it now? I I um, 
feel like uh, I've been seeing a lot of power stuff of like- love, <laughs> the human heart. Uh, people know the boundaries of that very well, Chris. <laughs> uh, no, I've been seeing a lot of uh, sent to the voice right. That's it. Um, the idea of um, like what can be done, I th- and you know, I think it's a, a a bit of a meeting between different schools of spec of uh, fiction and um, different sensibilities in those worlds. But yeah, I've been seeing a lot of sci-fi last year's talking about like mic- microbial spores and things like that, like the oh, yeah. the magic of the plant of the hidden plant world. Yeah, even in in that uh, popular video game, the zombie one, the it was the fungus. Is that yeah? Yeah, right. It would it would spread stuff. Um, yeah, the uh, uh, that idea of um, gene editing will be has has definitely. I've seen tons of that. In- Why isn't there more consciousness influencing reality in sci-fi? Maybe there's a lot. I don't read a lot of sci-fi. You mean I do read a bit though, Neil. Um, Give me oh, you know, you like want. the. Um, you know, like the double slit experiment where, you know, op- like the act of making an observation changes whether um, waveforms collapse. Is that, what is it? Just, I mean, the, uh, yeah, the basic. Um, the, the unknown mysteries at the edge of physics. Yeah, I mean, I've, but my hunch is that, yeah, like so much of what is um, pretty generally understood in neuroscience and, uh, you know, it's, uh, in terms of how our brains actually um, operate is still so against the general public intuition. Yes, it, sure. So it's, it's not actually culturally sticky it, in yeah, the it's same not, way. Not, not, in the, not in the way that, like, you know, um, classic uh, psychic phenomena, quote-unquote, stories. Like, it's still, at yeah. the moment, I think for people, it's still more comfortable and fun to have stories about people who, just, you know, can uh, just have the magic power to reshape reality in a more kind of global sense, which is extremely popular and sci-fi which is so funny because it's literally what we have in so many it's, ways it's exactly uh, what is happening and this and i guess uh, you know some you'll, you'll have a better handle on this than me but some expression of fears around that and and uh being able to understand it the this is the interesting thing because and i think this is this is relatively on topic is so much of your speculative fiction concept about how the mind and the body might be manipulated still takes um a primal uh assumption at this, at its heart, which is that the consciousness is a discrete, yeah. protected, that like you know, is is a thing continuous. That can, yeah, is it that the, the human consciousness is a thing that's bordered and discrete and special and could be you know could be uploaded or downloaded. Um, yeah, yeah. In the, into the in and out of the body that is the quote unquote computer, but is recognizably itself enough that it could be cleaved off, and we just know enough now to know that that's not the case. Mm-hmm. That I mean, that's the getting back to gene editing. Those the the changes you would make to the organism that is an individual person or to a population is going to change their consciousness. Mm. Like it's going to change fundamentally who they are, their personality. Like as in we just. But know. honestly, in the same way as changing your routine regularly could right. Is it, or uh, in, presumably, in different ways, but in yeah, this, in, with the same type of mechanism. As in, as in your life, living a life uh, creates an indeterminate of yeah. like um, changing consciousness that isn't that isn't continuous the way people think it is, and is created predictively. Right, more so than reactively. Yeah. Oh, then that's super exciting. What are you going to change about yourself, Nick? Um, I would, I guess, you know, if you were doing, is it like I'll duck the obvious physical stuff for a second and think a little bit, I think it's more interesting to think. Well, I mean, the listeners don't know about the very obvious physical stuff. <laughs> um, as in, yes, fi- like rather than just a giant fire-breathing fire arm, I'll talk about, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, 
you could simple things like if you were making differences to, to things that were like your experience of of consciousness um you know al- allowing my heart rate to be lower and stabler in stressful situations you know little like seemingly boring but uh game changing things like that would be like if you had control over something How like that How dare you pretend to pick anything that isn't all of it geared around slowing down your rate of death. Well, I mean, that would be... I mean, that obviously is part of it, but that's, you, haven't defined, you haven't framed it like that. No, it's... I mean, obviously, yeah. So, it's just... I, I, you're right. i got to let the new listeners uh, uh, catch yeah. up. Um, yeah. So, for me, any... Like, uh, any... It's one of those huge, rare people that doesn't want to die. I don't want to die at all. And, um, yeah, I would happily... Because, again, I mean, gene editing such as... In terms of, like, longevity or... Um, prolonged lifespan it's uh, such a safe version of it against what the pit thing the thing that freaks people out about the idea of it which is like oh but what if living for longer was a drag it's like well you could still just choose to die like yeah. <laughs> you know like um you could just uh, particularly if it's if you're gene editing you could in theory if you could do things to um massively increase your lifespan you could also do things actively to decrease your lifespan you yeah. could put an obsolescence uh package in there It'll be so interesting to see what kickstarts this. But we should look at um, people we should fiddling around. That's what kickstarts everything. People are just fiddling around. Tinkerers. Mm-hmm. Um, we should look at um, not just the human applications. Um, and consider the worth of them. Like obviously, there's so many. Like say, for example, um, you know, it's uh, gene editing is something we've done for generations across plants, animals, and of course our own species. Anyway, just not in the same sort of cut and replace or yep. whatever method, but, you know, say breeding breeding different plants so that there'll be frost resistant or mm. et cetera, et cetera. You know, now we can do that, do that much more quickly. And, yeah. and um, making dog breeds that are in deliberately the that are super cute and having yeah. an awful time. Awful, awful time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So the, that's ethical. That's exactly. completely fine. And yeah. to me, that's my, that's my extreme comfort level in having this as a thing to rank is that it's both um, hitting, hitting a new frontier, but it's also just a thing. That's, mm. that's been happening um, for a long time. The oh, I'm always very big when um, on rem- remembering when people talk about um, eugenics and these sorts of things in our own species, how common it is for people to, um, you know, and I'm not saying not, with, not without distress or consideration or even uniformly as a decision, but how often people will abort um, potential uh, babies that have significant genetic, what are considered deformities or abnormalities. and um, the idea of um, looking at um, just on a global level, you know, this this idea of being like, oh, we want a population that is this way more than that way, yeah, is yeah. is a long <laughs> is a long and persistent sexual, idea. Sexual selection is its own gene editing. Just if we want to take it, that, do we want to take it that broadly in terms of not in terms it? of what we're defining? No, no, yeah. no. We're talking about the conscious, um, yeah, you know, specific. Uh, yeah, and, I certainly and, think yeah. eugenics falls under the umbrella pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. And is it, I feel, I think we're responsible to include that in there in terms of yeah, yeah, the ranking yeah. of it. I do, this does feel like one where the total um, constitution of the list is going to protect it at yeah. a higher place because um, obviously there's such an, before you even get into the potentially monstrous effects of um, wielding uh, the power of who lives or dies and um, what type of person they are, you get um, there's a much uh, simpler reality. If we're looking at, it's easy to think about if we're looking at the new um, frontiers of it. 
just the idea of resource inequality and wealth inequality and what that'll mean about who gets to do what. Like, um, the, this is less, you know, there's a funny, uh, cute part of thinking about it, um, which is just like knowing that the, whatever the next, um, versions of gene editing that exist are, are going to have their like buggy, cruddy first gen iPod yeah. versions of themselves. Um, where you have, you know, you could argue, yeah, you have the people who are the early adopters of the gene edits and then the people who are like, you know, third or fourth gen and you might almost, and like, aside from the fact that like rich people get to have more of it than poor people Mm. or have access to it, um, that poor people don't, you'll also just have, uh, you know, you might have micro generations of people who got the, the slightly crappier gene editing, um, having to share space with people who got the slicker version. Oh, and like charities to help people who can't access it get, you know, the gene editing that lets you rule out, you know, say what we consider to be the least desirable um, abnormalities. Yeah, like um, enjoying improv comedy. Participating, like Mm. as a participant, yeah. Yeah, I mean, some evils will never be stamped out, Chris. Um, They're a dream, Nick. (laughs) And this is the purpose of the list. It's true. Um, I should say it's the best, the be, the probably the most I've wept at art forms has been at, at in pro comedy. Me too. Yeah, but I've also seen. I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh wait, was that me too? A sarcastic click. No. Oh, I see. <laughs> yes, and <laughs> yes, and yes, and it sucks. <laughs> um. Um. Uh, yes. So. Um. Yeah. The. The. The way in which this cultural phenomenon will inevitably unfurl with glories and horror is not not really the essence of what we're looking at. We're looking at and is and is sort of gameable to an extent. Like by the like if on a list where we elevate the best ideas, yeah, and down at the rest, then and also by considering these things before they happen. Like, I, th- I like to think just yeah the the things that allow for um, conscientious consideration of stuff wherever possible. These those are the sorts of things that are going to end up getting ranked. Uh, highly on the list. Yeah. I do think it's worth saying that, yeah, no matter what, no matter, even on a perfect version of the list, it's still, there's still going to be disaster. Still going to be disaster, going to unattended consequences and um, mm. horrific. I mean, because nothing forges systems like the fire of reality. Yes. And is it just like a classic case of like, are we, are, do we just have to contend with that simple thing of being like, all right, is it, is there a better, or, is there a value of better or worse between observing? the randomized horrors and uh, glories of the world as they're happening or is, you know, or getting involved like, and making changes. Like, is it, is this just classic? I think it's the price you pay for change at all. And, Mm. and I don't think either of us are believers that you can even maintain stagnant anything. So I I think, um, yeah, things are just one of those forces, right? Yeah. And I mean, I guess obviously it's, it's all a lot more comfortable for me as someone who, recognizes that the world that I, whatever I think of as the world that I've grown up and familiar and am familiar with will disappear forever. Mm. Like all, all worlds will disappear, mm-hmm. will disappear forever at some point. Um, so the idea of like, Oh, this will, this will usher in a world that's completely unrecognizable. I'm like, well, as you, as you say, Chris, a world that's completely unrecognizable will come at some point, yeah. um, no matter what occurs uh, from whom. So the idea of this one having the potential for um, thoughtful engagement with, um, well, I mean, let me put it this way. Like <laughs> if the things that, are, if gene editing is going to streak ahead of our, 
um, capacity to have a thoughtful, conscientious, uh, self-analytical engagement with what we might use it for and why, it might at least, and it will, but it might get to the point where we can at least um, increase the human organism's capacity to be conscientious and thoughtful. Yeah, yeah. The the the, the great um, risk in the same way as I said earlier with the, you know, the new capacities um, being something that will be unevenly distributed and just going to happen anyway. But if there's, and, and, you know, the normal spread of things will continue to happen with nuclear weapons being, having been potentially catastrophic and continuing to be potentially catastrophic. Um, in this same way, uh, the uneven application of um, what what a potentially huge, uh, huge head starts into life and huge advantages, like, like um, in a way that, 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 that is a scale different to what it w- already exists, which is, of course, significant, yeah. significant spread of advantage and opportunity. Um, that's going to be stark. It'll be. Oh, that's potentially going to be very stark. It will be. I mean, I think it's. You can assume. And but but I think that's that's really ameliorated by um, a good list. You know. Yeah, and it is absolutely yes. Again, as in yeah, when I say it will be, it will be in the actual world that we're living in at the moment. But you know, luckily, what we're not trying to do with the list is perform any hacks or surgery to the world as it stands. We're looking, yeah. the list is an idea of like, this is, we're um, presenting a new uh, f- funky flirty startup s- human society uh, with the rank, the correctly ranked ideas to- Two week free trial. Indeed. Um, fourteen ninety five a month thereafter. Mm-hmm. That's an idea that's going to rank high. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Installment plans. But um, yeah, the- uh, that said, yeah, I think um, the other thing that occurs to me is just that uh, notion that in you know, and it's, it is still kind of fun to talk about what will have what might happen in the real world, you know, particularly because I have no idea. But yeah. my hunch is that the thing that will be sticky and anno- like people who will be super gung ho to change every aspect of what they think about think of as their physical being, their body, quote unquote, will be extremely resistant to the idea of anything that would be posited or marketed as changing their consciousness, you know, their, their, who they are. And I, I'm, I think, Interesting. I think that's wrong in a way, like people who, I can see lots of people who will be like, yeah, cure my depression. But I think there'll be a huge, I think that, I think there would be a bigger backlash. There'll, there'll be the total, there'll be the full backlash against the idea of doing things that are quote unquote unnatural, um, really want to rank natural as a concept yeah. soon so we can just smash it straight down to the bottom of the list spoiler warning um but the idea of um uh yeah i think that'll be a particular because people are invested in the idea of their of them having a selfhood you know the souls you know people think that they have souls yeah um which means that they think that they have something that's um oh it'd be great if this exposed that like <laughs> Like, are you sorry? There is a heaven, and you can't get in. You, this is this is not who you signed. Were signed up as when you were born. <laughs> you don't. You've done too many. I did so many. I changed all my genes to you know give to the poor. Yeah, I bet you did. Yeah, I bet you did, pal. <laughs> Some uh, the I feel that's a that's a persistent idea in pop culture is just like the drudgily bureaucratic um, pearly gates. Yes, I, people, I really like it. People love it. Just, you know, getting there, it's just like, oh, according to subsection 12C, mm, uh, get in. No ticket. <laughs> no ticket. <laughs> um, yes. Uh, what else about... Um, I, I, just to quickly, I just think the opportunities are so incredible. Like, yeah. uh, we haven't even really touched upon what they could be, but it's, it could, you know, could be the end of 
um, all sorts of, you know, all sorts of individual physical suffering yep. could be the end of, um, you know, living in a, like, you know, it could sort of circumvent the slow pace of evolution for yeah. um, everything so that you can tailor make a society to match the, the one that you want based on the values that are agreed upon. And that's of course has its own or Pro- difficulties, but it is a capacity. It's Fraughtness. a huge capacity. That's what I was going to say. It has it potentially has the capacity for us to confront the reality of our existence as group organism. Yeah. Like you might, we might very quickly have to realize, oh, you can't just make changes on the, on the level of individual. You have to make them, you, you know, for them to be meaningful or controlled, you have to contend with how they uh, affect the group. Um, and yeah, for me, it's funny, right? Cause, uh, and this is, this is moving into, uh, smug edgelord territory, but the idea of, um, smudge lord, smudge lord as a smudge lord. Um, I tend to annoyingly jump all the way to the end of things in a, so well, yeah, but so then what, so then what way? And when I, when, you know, obviously the objectively useful and good, um, projects of curing horrible diseases, for instance, um, uh, solving wealth inequality. Um, there's still a part of me that gets to the end of that and being like, cool, but are people going to be happy still? Are you, yeah. are you, are you predicting, are you reliably showing any evidence that anyone's going to just ever get good at having a nice time? Well, we've discovered the gene for irrational happiness and <laughs> we, unfortunately it's proliferated. This is my, this is my thing, right? So it's like this to me, the excitement of gene editing, this is why counter to what I think a lot of, where a lot of the population might end up, I'm going to be, I would be relatively excited about It's like, no, let's make the changes that are going to f- um, work interesting theatre. Find, find, <laughs> let's find the workarounds for um, the heuristics that hold back. You know, uh, yeah. yeah, our actual human ideation and, yeah, our, sure. and our actual experience. I just want to be happy. Moment. Okay, well, that's it's not here on the list of genes. That's um, it. Yeah, you yeah. know, you know what you can do. Like, yeah, because it's because it won't be because what yeah. we'll quickly discover is that happiness isn't a thing. Isn't we'll an actual map, thing. We'll have that to way. map more according to reality, which is which is really nice. We'll have to find out what the actual the hot plate. Yeah, we'll have to we'll have to be like, all right, what is actually going on in brains? Mm-hmm. What does it? What are the implications of them? And what what changes might we find desirable in that? And to me. There'll just be a whole layer of having to work work out what's actually going on in a way that will be. Nice I think it'll to be me. really important that that happens within. I don't know I harp on about this, but within a liberal society, so that the individual choices and mistakes can be made and knocked over and learned, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, rather than everyone all at once being, um, you know, super soldiers or whatever. Um, the I guess pros and cons to both, because the more liberal the society is, the less people well, have to listen to you about uh, yeah, what, yeah, yeah. what has been discovered. Like sure. You know, um, you know, that's going to happen anyway. It's still, as someone who's, you know, conditioned and grown up in a liberal society, it's my preference as well. But there's, you know, the idea of, uh, I mean, that's, you know, it's a, again, a smudge, smudge lord thought experiment, but the idea of like, if there was just knowledge about what was going to be more quote unquote edifying or actualizing for the population and you could just deliver it to people at once, like there are people who are going to be like, no, that's just, let's just, that's the sensible thing to do. I just think like for the other ideas we're going to have on the list that the the sort of concentration of that sort of capacity is is too great a cost, yep. a, a risk anyway. I th- I think so too. But the yeah, I do. Th- you know, the cost knowing that the cost inherent in doing it the other way is just yeah. going to be a lot of chaos and resistance. Yeah, and, and it'll take a very long time to level out, as is our current yes you know, that's society it. and distribution of proclivities. That's it. In this this list is possibly possibly a version where we can just have gene editing baked in at the start if it's ranked high enough. So. Um, and it'd be really good for me because I've recently picked up a um, food intolerance and you mm. could pick out you know, the elements of that food and I could just eat everything again, which would be 
really satisfying. And and you take examples like that, and it's you know it's no. Actually, I probably wouldn't do it to the food. I probably change it to myself. Sure. <laughs> I, I, but again, like if you, you you take something like that, and it just feels like it just relates one to one. Something like having eyeglasses, which mm. is which just feels like, I mean, you know societally wide what are, are there hor- are there horrid costs to having to people being able to have eyeglasses that we haven't um fully contended with maybe but yeah like there are vers- there are aspects of it yeah the tech te- technological advancements that allow for things like glasses to exist um have other costs as well like they're i mean they're in a way that we unevenly distributed yep yeah that's it yeah. but i still like that people have can have glasses yeah i, I don't think that we i don't think we would rank that idea off the list. That's it. Yeah. Um, Those sorts of physical augment. Indeed. It could change your life, and this is just another version of that. I mean, once you start using, once you, once sci-fi authors start talking, coming up with their slang terms for it, like you know, it's like physical augments or orgs. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's when uh, it gets really good. Uh, by which I mean, that's when it has to be downvoted. <laughs> oh, I had a great. Speaking of, just real quickly, yeah. I was listening to a podcast interview yesterday with a sci-fi. Uh, comic book writer who's mm-hmm. um doing a official like star trek comic book and he was um he was really likable and everything he was saying about star trek was driving with what i like about star trek and i was like oh, i like this guy and then he started describing the plot of his uh, star trek comic and i was like oh this is the worst thing i've ever heard. wow well because um that's a nice combo well because it, it, it's a nice journey for you it, to be exactly on. but it vaults off the story episode um every when we talk about story and i just spent and we've ranked it so high and i had to mm-hmm. keep dunking on it but he's like yeah so basically the the um the the spaceship Voyager comes across this, uh, this you know giant um, generation ship that has this alien society inside it, and they live their lives uh, you know along the rules against the rules of story, and their monarch is called the the grand protagonist, and every and oh, no. you know and the uh, oh, my. <laughs> and the uh, and the surf culture is kept in place by stories. And, I, just, I, wish and I, I just wish I had the confidence to do this stuff. I know, life, right? you know? Yeah, sure, go for it. I was just like, yeah, it's, great. it's really, this is, it's like the, the the zenith. And again, this poor guy, he's just like a worker. You know, he's like some extremely, um, lo, you know, he's just trying to live his dream and doing it, yeah. license coming. But yeah, that idea of, um, uh, I thought we couldn't go farther in terms of obnoxious, of the obnoxious veneration of stories within stories. Yeah. But we can. Yeah. Um, shout outs. Off mic, let's talk about a way in which you could one up even that. It's got to be a way. Yeah, we'll find it. <laughs> um, let's get ranking. Let's get ranking. Let's get ranking. I reckon super high. Geoengineering is the immediate. Um, Comparable idea, right? I think so. Yes. And I think it's higher than that because if you can't geoengineer, but you can change your, yourselves for yeah. the environments that you're in. Mm, yeah, I guess that's that's true. And then, um, and yeah, there'd be a limit. There's a, there'd be a pr- practical limit to that. Oh yeah, actually, I think also I think you get better geoengineering. Yeah, you know, yeah, you know, yeah. Um, because you, because uh, you're not having to. Uh, you yeah, getting to be more lean and efficient with the yeah yeah that you do because it's being done around not as the, laborious yeah it's been opted you, there's already a step of attempted optimization within a smaller discrete unit which is people or plants or animals um, right above geoengineering is sport Chris oh Nick why <laughs> you did this to yourself you definitely get better sport with gene editing or do you get worse sport you get better sport you get Come way on. better yeah sorry it took a moment because I was like <laughs> oh maybe everyone will be 
Oh no. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Again, you know, everything that we've ever, we've had so many discussions on the podcast in terms of ideas we've voted up or voted down. People know that I think that all people can discern if I haven't explicitly said it, sport should have, um, all the drugs, drugs all yeah, the gene yeah. editing, yeah. all of the assisting technology. Does it already, do you reckon there's a chance that it already has gene editing? Yep. I think yeah. I reckon there's a chance. Yeah. I mean, uh, performance enhancing, uh, tech is so much more prevalent at the highest level of any sport than any fan bases or sporting bodies care to admit. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like if it, 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 it's that simple, it's like any sort of, um, uh, conspiracy theory thing is like a two part question to me. It's like, uh, does that, does that seem like the, does that seem like the way that human beings would behave if they could? And then the second question is, do you think they could? They've done it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's it. That's yeah. why every, every dumb conspiracy theory fails that first. It's not about that wild things aren't happening, but it's just like it, the one, the ones that don't work are the ones that fail that first question of like human beings wouldn't behave like, yeah, they don't, yeah. do, they don't behave that way. They, yeah. behave, they behave other ways that we know. Um, but yeah, so better than sport. I think Yao Ming was deliberately <laughs> bread. Is that too callous a thing to say? Bread for the high. I mean, yeah. not if, not if that, not if you're right, <laughs> in which case it was definitely done. Yeah. There. Yeah. I'll see. But do you, to be a basketball player or just to be really tall? I think both his parents were, were paired yeah, as, right. as tall basketball players. Yeah. I mean, you're, uh, I mean, it's, it's, I think we're all underestimating how much, uh, tall people are racist against short people and just refuse to breed outside the group. But of course you wouldn't, uh, betray your fellow tall brethren and, uh, let that I be wouldn't even know where we meet. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, Okay, so above above sport we have imprisonment, and then moving, and then immortality above that. So. Gene editing is better than imprisonment because you can remove the traits that, like in an ideal version, you can remove the traits that have those that lead to those outlier. Um, like the ability for someone to be imprisoned, you can just give them the ability to walk through walls. <laughs> um, no, just more like you know the we we have imprisonment as an off offset against the the worst and and real traits of of human yeah yeah violence and harm and it's you know true. and those are those are often genetic you, you can't you are doubtful you can remove them but you can do a lot to ameliorate them mm. or, or to attempt or to you can at least be making a conscientious effort to avoid those scenarios yeah to avoid imprisonment scenarios um, moving the ability to upend your life from one location to another. Gene editing would allow you to potentially um, thrive more where you are. That's true, but would you replace it? Would you replace the capacity with the capacity move? I, doubt I wouldn't. I doubt it. I think this is where we found it. And, you know, yeah. look, immortality is above moving, and I'm not putting gene editing yeah, above sure. immortality because yeah. immortality, more being above it, more correctly frames what should be yeah. one of the optimal goals of gene editing, yeah. which is to defeat death, Chris. And moving as well, you know, like once I get cool wings. That's it. Know, why? Why? Yeah. Why gene edit if not for cool ways to no. get out of here? That's yeah. in Italy. <laughs> See ya. Yeah. See ya. I just want like a cool, like you know, when um when uh when Batman just had throws the grappling hook up and then like shoots up into the yeah. air, but, yeah. it, but it just just one that's just somehow not as cool. Like it comes straight out the top of my head. <laughs> so I do like a pithy line. It's like, well, I guess it's time for me to go. Just straight out of the top of my head. And then, I, and then it just pulls. And it hurts you a yeah, lot. Yeah, it pulls me up in a way that's clearly jerking violently on my neck. <laughs> yeah. Oh, your neck's super strong thanks mm. to gene editing. Gene editing. What number does that put it at? That puts it at so. 
the new number 15. That feels about right. Yeah, that does feel about right. Excellent. Another good episode, Nick. Another good episode, but also a rare treat to have a Chris Andrew-generated idea. So will we have more of them? Let's just see how his nerves hold up after this one. Stay tuned. Sometimes commotions, sometimes commotions, times of emotion.